0: this article is called consider this that i wrote in early 2022 and i published it in february on my website at kdmhealth.com let's get into it earlier today i met with a recently retired athlete he is bent out of shape after 30 years of playing a unilateral sport we looked at his body noted a few things in his connective tissues and the long-term focus of his strength training to kick things off as often happens we discussed his training history This revealed valuable insights, especially with his career and the merry-go-round of strength conditioning coaches that ripped through the teams he played in. I asked him, How many of your strength conditioning coaches assessed and improved your tissue tension during your career? None, he replied. How many of your strength conditioning coaches assessed and improved your flexibility during your career? None, he replied. How many of your strength conditioning coaches assessed and improved your strength during your career? All of them, he replied. How many of your strength and conditioning coaches assessed and improved your posture during your career? None, he replied. It's not his fault. This is common and in this case we're talking one of the highest funded professional sports in Australia and one of the most popular sports in Australia. The tick he got for strength didn't reverse the damage his sport did to his body. The strength stimulus he received during his career largely ensured his body remained bent out of shape. What saved him while playing is one, genetics. He's put together very well. And two, he stretched a lot on his own. For whatever reason, since he was a child, he said he loved to stretch and it showed in parts of his body. So what's the moral of the story? Ignoring your tissue tension in most cases, now not all cases, as some people are simply blessed with optimal connective tissue tension, but in most cases, you'll pay later. The later you wait to do something about it, the harder it is plus the opportunity cost of neglecting tissue health when performance is your priority can be significant. If you ignore your flexibility, the good news is you'll have a lot more time on your hands because quality flexibility training is time consuming. And in today's world of biohacking and instant gratification, investing time in lengthening your connective tissue doesn't fit into the give it to me now narrative. There's an enormous opportunity, however, for anyone with patience, plus slowing down, being present and reversing the tension producing effects of training is a fantastic investment. Engaging in inappropriate strength training, which is more common than you'd think, comes with a price. Most people, again, some people are gifted in their ability to tolerate load throughout the entirety of their lives. However, most people in their teens, 20s and 30s, as well as anyone who has never strength trained seriously for more than a decade, and yes, that's a huge cross-segment of the training population I'm about to offend, have no idea of the short and long-term ramifications of inappropriate loading and strength training. I've waited until my mid-40s and close to 30 years of strength training exposure myself, in addition to coaching hundreds of athletes in all aspects of physical preparation in a broad range of sports to share this observation. I know it won't make me popular, but better a harsh truth than a delusional sincerity. It's been an incredible education to watch the fates of athletes shape, change for the worse, unnecessary injuries created in the gym via no warm-up sets, going to failure too often, poor technical models, inappropriate programming, and the list goes on. I'm certain none of them had a deliberate plan to end up injured or to underperform their potential, but a surprising number of them do in fact implement this plan based on results. Strength training can be viewed as a form of leverage. Programmed and executed appropriately, it will accelerate gains in strength, size, explosiveness, power, posture, etc. Programmed and executed inappropriately, it will accelerate unwanted outcomes. Posture is reflective of a whole bunch of things, and without turning this article into war and peace, posture reflects the stimulus we've applied to our bodies, both physically and psychologically. Since we could walk, talk and listen, it can and in most cases will change for the better with appropriate training. It doesn't take Einstein to work out my views on what's happening in training these days. For all the advances in technology, knowledge and research on the whole, I'm not seeing a lot filter through to athletes' bodies outside of natural selection and the skill levels of some athletes, of some sports continuing to evolve regardless of the physical training they're doing. In short. There's too much trend-based compliance and a lack of critical thinking to help individuals improve. Sounds like a lot of what's happening in broader society today. So what's the solution? Outside of individualized training programs, ensure you're improving your body in a balanced way over time. This sounds overly simplistic, but it's rarely achieved. Of course, this won't be linear improvement. If you play sport or compete, there'll be times when you're required to peak. Outside of these peaks, you have the opportunity to emphasise other qualities that will help you play and compete and help you stay injury free, such as those we discussed above. If you haven't already, give them a go and thanks for listening.